0: i think it it doesn't always have to be just health and wellness i I feel like most of the new year's resolutions are around health and wellness because that's what we're least happy with throughout the year which is kind of crazy because our health is at some point we'll realize health is all we have Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Formed Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. Um... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your
1: lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia.
0: So today we are talking about why New Year's resolutions don't work.
1: Whoa, it always like makes me a little nervous when we say that. <laughs> I don't know, because I suppose it's because, uh, you know, that's all all we talk like in when new year comes it's like the hot topic like what's your new year's resolution what are you doing for the new year and it's like a big buzzword in the new year and we're like "Ah, we don't do that
0: (laughs) yeah i don't know if a lot of people do that i don't like i feel like people don't set new year's resolutions anymore so
1: you feel like it's like fading out
0: I don't know. If, I don't I don't ever remember people doing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it comes from, like, my teaching background, but it was always, like, the big buzz around school when you get back from the Christmas holidays. It was always like, well, what's your New Year's resolution? Do you have a New Year's resolution? What? And we'd actually sometimes get asked by admin what our professional... New Year's resolution was.
0: I I feel like we should set goals, but it's most people are obsessed about only setting something for New Year's. Just
1: because it's New Year's.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like, right. It's like, it's New Year's. I'm going to set New Year's resolutions. I'm going to set my goal and not really have much of a plan to yeah. To do it.
1: I know what you mean. You just set it to set it because it's New Year's and that's what we should do. <laughs> but there's no follow through or no action or, or, or no nothing really behind it to back it up and put it into action that's right that's what you're talking about you know what else about about the food in having a meal plan is that you buy your grocery list you buy your groceries according to the grocery list you've made for your meal plan and it felt so good to have a full fridge but not just a full fridge but all the food in the fridge i knew i was going to use because i think a lot of times we go to the grocery store we fill our cart we put in the fridge and then we're like now what What am I going to do with all this food now? But with the meal plan, you know exactly what to do with the food and you know you're going to use it. I like that feeling.
0: And that's, again, that Mm -hmm. goes back to our our membership group. When people talk about saving money, that's one of the first things we hear because you're not throwing away food. You know what you're going to buy. You know what you're going to prepare. And then having a plan. So if people are asking like kids or family members or spouses, like, what are we having? Oh, don't give me that.
1: (laughs) What's for dinner?
0: You know what the thing is, like, for me, the reason why I don't feel like New Year's resolution work works are because they're not part of our lifestyle. So we live a certain life. The hardest thing to do is in New Year's resolutions are the, is to set a new goal that we're ne- like never used to. Mm-hmm. Like we've, If we're not used to setting goals, if we don't know how to set a plan or make that part of our lifestyle, we've just went through the holidays. And we've had parties and we've had alcohol and we've had late nights, (coughs) excuse me. And then January 1st comes and we're like, I'm going to set a new goal. And we, and it's so foreign to our lifestyle. It's like we live, we live a certain lifestyle and then we're like, we're going to throw this in just like out of the blue.
1: Yeah, like an example would be if you're setting a workout goal and you're, and you say, my New Year's resolution is to work out five days a week, but you never worked out before (laughs) or it wasn't a part of your lifestyle before. So we would suggest to start slower and if you want to incorporate working out or exercising on a regular basis well start with one day <laughs> maybe two days because it's going to be more attainable more achievable if you've never done it before to start slow
0: that's right so one of the things that we would recommend is starting out in your home so start out in your home get yourself a, a workout video to do it at, at your home you set out the same day of the week the same time of the week now we can start transitioning this into a daily habit or a healthy habit. That's why we did, if some of you would have followed along to our 12 days of Christmas, creating healthy habits leading up to the new year, we just finished that because we want to create healthy habits, which is much easier. We slowly build instead of being like, bam, working out every day of the week.
1: <laughs> usually that lasts for about a week, maybe two weeks. And we see it all the time in the gym. January first comes. People get their gym membership. They're all excited. They're all inspired. They go the first week consistently. Maybe the second week. By the third or fourth week of January, it's starting to dwindle already in the gym. But you go to the gym the first week of January, it's packed
0: every time every, every year. January. You see all kinds of new people. They got new workout clothes, yeah. new shoes. All ex- all excited, and then they, they kind of wander around, try a few different machine pieces of machinery. And then they leave after a short amount of time. And I mean, there's, I, don't, I don't want to say there's something wrong with that. We're not there judging people. But you can tell who, who's new there. And then you can tell the people that disappeared Because you, then you have the regular people that last into February. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how it works. Every year it's, co- it's consistent. So without having that proper plan, it's very challenging to make that a reality, a lasting goal.
1: Yeah, we used a workout routine as an example, but it it goes for any goal that you want to set. Perhaps you wanted to do meditation or prayer every morning or read more books. Well, if you're not used to reading or you're not used to meditating or or prayer every morning and you're like, I'm going to do that every morning. Every morning I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do that. Well, if you're not used to doing that, it's not part of your regular routine already. Same thing's going to happen as the gym example
0: so what else so when I I guess when I if we could take a step back so setting out a goal to work out to make it part of your lifestyle I wanted to mention that maybe you put in a certain area in your home where you're going to go and work out so we started with stretching in the morning like just at the same time the same day that it's like an appointment and that's why, how we can develop habit habits by setting the same day the same time and continually doing that over and over again and I don't mean every single day to get started Like we said, maybe it's a couple times a week. I'm not sure if once a week is going to do much for you. Maybe it's a couple times a week. Then maybe it's three or four times a week. However that is, you start off with something small. And so maybe if you're going to the gym, you can just do cardio. But I also think if you get involved in a fitness class, that can make a big difference. Especially because a lot of times people show up at a gym and they're confused. It's so foreign. They're in a different environment. They feel like everyone's staring at them, which isn't the case at all. And... And then that's why people go away because they're not sure what to do and they're just like, oh, I'm not gonna do that anymore. It's not very enjoyable. But if you find a trainer that you or a fitness instructor that you really enjoy, if you find some class members you can talk to before or after class or during if you're Dorothy, then you can <laughs> then you can enjoy the atmosphere a bit more. If you're not used to showing up at a, at a gym, for example, and being like, I have no idea where to go or where to start.
1: And if you're not used to fitness classes, if you've never been to one before, or if it's been quite a long time since you've been to one and you're nervous, that's okay. It, everybody is nervous. It's, even, normal. it's normal. Even the most, even people who are experienced get nervous before a fitness class. And don't worry about, I know a, a, one of the number one worries or concerns is, I will be the worst one in the class. <laughs> Everyone's going to be watching me, but it's not true. Everybody is so worried about themselves that they have no idea what you're doing. Honestly, (laughs) it happens so many times. Nobody's going to be looking at you because they're going to be so concerned about themselves and what they're doing.
0: That's right. And everyone thinks that everyone's staring at one another, but it doesn't happen. Like people might, as an instructor, I can see that. Like I can see sometimes people will glance at others, but no one's staring at them because they're so it's like so focused on trying to do the exercise.
1: And if they are looking at you, they're probably looking for some help. <laughs> what the heck is next?
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. We just did a video for the amazing race. The amazing race is like, uh, I feel like it's um, you, like a secret service or like the CIA. Like, oh,
1: with all their rules. Like rules and regulations.
0: I feel like even saying the name is like, No, no. Don't say it. Don't
1: say we applied.
0: (laughs) They have so many. (laughs) Last year we applied, and we had like our pages went crazy with people showing support and like offering advice, tips, and everyone wanted to ask these questions. We can't can't say anything, yeah, because they have all these rules and regulations. If you say anything, you they're you immediately are like. Done with them. You're done. And there's even fines if you get to further
1: like lots of money fines.
0: If you get further in the stage. We actually made I don't even know if we're supposed to say this, but we made it to the second or we made it past the first round, I should say.
1: We made it to the second round. Yeah. Last year. Last year.
0: And we thought and everyone's like, Did you guys get on? Did you guys get on? We're like, We can't say anything. (laughs) oh so, just tell me yeah. <laughs> right. or just I tell don't me. have
1: the money to pay them if they find out that I leaked
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we're, so anyways we did a video in and Dorothy that and were bickering back and forth on one of our videos but it took a while it took like 20 takes just to get a, a
1: three minute video
0: three minutes it's crazy because <laughs> we're used to just sitting here and talking but they wanted like a very specific format of
1: it was very specific to do your audition tape. And it was just three minutes. And you know what? It's more difficult to talk in a short amount of time than it is in a long amount of time. <laughs> Does that make sense?
0: I feel like that's a moot point.
1: A <laughs> moot <Move> point. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, to talk just for three minutes was hard because you had to get to the point right away. Yeah. Anyway, the end.
0: What we were talking about, we don't want, we put a lot of time and effort into our social media, into our following, and I don't think you you can just disappear for 30 days. Like, I don't think you can disappear for two days. Personally, when I do business coaching, working with entrepreneurs, I tell them, like, you have to be consistent. So that's a, a major concern for us to be able to make sure our posts are still going up and we're still answering questions and such. Bigger companies would hire someone to do that, but it's just Dorothy and I. For the most part,
1: we might have to hire somebody to go incognito for us (laughs) for a month.
0: But it's something that, yes, it's it's something that we talk about. And I don't know what the other business owners would do or or have done. Closing
1: up shop. Sorry, guys. You
0: can't just stop business. (laughs) Sorry, guys. We don't need any money coming in this (laughs) month. Who's gonna pay the bills?
1: (laughs) Or just say to your landlord or the banker, where if you have a mortgage or rent to pay? Sorry, I'm not gonna be paying rent this (laughs) month.
0: How does that sit with you? So that was our background for the Amazing Race.
1: Yes, that's all still set up from filming our tape yesterday. Oh boy, that was challenging.
0: (laughs) Okay. So New Year's resolutions and goals. I kinda want to go back to I want to go back to starting like doing something healthier, for example. Like I think it's better to transition into something healthier than just being like, bam. You know what the thing is? Many times when I sit down, this is more so when I took more individual clients on a basis, on a regular basis, like personal training or or coaching, for example, they would say, I'm an all or nothing person. Mm. That'd be the first thing that they say and that happened about 80 percent of the time 90 percent, they'd say i'm an all-or-nothing person and i would say how far has that gotten you
1: (laughs) how's that working out for you (laughs) and then
0: of course they're like like that's gotten you here and usually people come to us when they're looking for more lifestyle changes because that's what we teach they've tried the fad diets they've tried the coin the The cleanses
1: potions the powders and the pills
0: that too Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. and of course they don't work they just don't work. They're not sustainable lifestyle. So if you, so a lot of times people will take a shake, for example, and they'll lose thirty pounds in six days, and then 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 they decide that those powders give them digestive issues, that they're too expensive to have, or whatever it may be, and then they stop using them and they gain all the way back. So that, and then people, this is like an issue of uh, uh, yo-yo dieting. Dorothy, you've gone I know yourself. all
1: about that. I <laughs> did that for years. <laughs> did that for about 10 years. And it's exactly what Drew said, is that you yo-yo back and forth because, yeah, you take the pills or you take the powders and you do lose a bunch of weight, but it all comes back. And then you're back to the starting point again. So what Drew was trying to get at, I think... Uh, what I was working at towards. <laughs> was...
0: What you're answering. You need to make it lifestyle. That's why I talked about slowly transitioning into. That's my tea.
1: Mine's gone. I know,
0: get your Mine's <laughs> There's gone. tea in there. It's gone. Oh my. Okay. So if you slowly transition and you make it part of your lifestyle, if you make it part of your lifestyle, then you can keep it. You can keep your habits. You can make them sustainable and lasting.
1: And you know what? <clears throat> Not no, We're talking a lot about, working out and exercise in the gym. But the same goes for nutrition as well. We see all the time on those on those reality shows, they march into your kitchen with a big black bag, like garbage bag, and they wipe out your pantry like, nope, 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 <laughs> nope, can't have this, can't have that. And you're left with one little sad orange in your fridge. <laughs> but we see it on reality TV all the time. And that is just not how we teach because...
0: That's all or nothing. It's
1: all. That's the all or nothing attitude. And how we would suggest going about improving your nutrition is just pick one thing, like one thing a week maybe, and look in your pantry and just transition from something you would consider as a uh, not, uh, not healthy choice and change that into a, health, a healthier choice. For example, maybe you have white pasta in your in your cupboard white noodles well the next time you go to buy pasta look for whole wheat pasta for example and, and just slowly transition into healthier choices instead of going through your pantry and being like oh my god i'm like pulling your hair out <laughs> but those slow progressive sustainable changes are going to get you so much further than those quick crazy all-or-nothing changes
0: yeah no question when we were starting out, we were horrible with videos and radio and everything we've done. I've never—I don't think I've naturally been good at anything. I think it's always been work. Like it's always been a struggle. It's always been a work to get good. <clears throat> but it's easy to see that.
1: But that translates <coughs> uh, into what we're talking about today and setting and achieving goals is that you have to start somewhere. And although you might not be very good at it at first, if you continue to consistently do it over time and, and do it on a consistent basis, you're going to get better at it, whether that's meal planning, whether that's workouts, whatever stretching routine or a meditation or breathing exercises, whatever that is for for your health, then you're going to get better at it as you go, as long as you are consistent and continually work at it.
0: Yeah, no question. I think it it doesn't always have to be just health and wellness. I, Mm. I feel like most of the New Year's resolutions are... <clears throat> excuse me, are around health and wellness because that's what we're least happy with mm. throughout the year, which is kind of crazy because our health is at some point we'll realize health is all we have. Like with, we could have as much money as we want. We could have all the material things. We could even have positive relationships in our lives. But if we don't have our health, I don't think we have anything mm. because without our health, everything is upside down everything is, unpleasant. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's why the most of our new year's resolutions or most of our goals are around health because that's what we're least happy with. And it should be what we're most happy with. I think
1: our health. Yeah. Yeah. And then like working together, that brings us to another good point is that working together with somebody or having a group of people there to motivate, to support also helps lead to more success in, in, in achieving your goals as well if you have the right environment and people on your side encouraging you and lifting you up and even possibly working towards the same goal
0: that's right it's a group a group of like-minded people right that's why we started the group to begin with you want to tell them about our membership group?
1: Well, we started our monthly membership group, and like Drew said, we started or we created it to bring like-minded people together so that we could offer support, we could encourage, and just work together towards living a life, living a healthy lifestyle. There we go. Because it's stuff, it's stuff on your own. And we know that we're not, we don't all have those positive relationships or those positive environments in our life. So Drew and I thought, well, let's create a positive environment. But within uh, what we do within the monthly membership is that the, the support system, creating a healthy environment and a positive place for us to talk and work through things together. So that's a big part of the monthly membership is the private group. Every all we're so fortunate to have such wonderful members in our group. Um, but the other parts of our membership is workouts. So every week we put out a workout schedule and every day you get a different activity to do. Our workouts are all body weight exercises that you can do at home. We wanted to make it accessible for everybody and we understand that not everybody has access to a gym or could afford to pay for two different programs. So we have the workouts that are posted every day. You can do them at home. You can. All, we also know people who do take them to the gym and do them as well. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you. A lot of times, we, we always talk about how the holidays are so difficult. But I think the summer, we'd have to argue that the summertime is... One of the most difficult times because it's one of the longest times that we're normally away from routine. So the holidays were away from routine, usually a week or two, maybe a month. But during the summer time, it can be a couple of months that we're out of routine, and it takes that much longer to get back into it. So if you can be consistent throughout the summer, then you know you're doing something, doing something fantastic.
0: Yeah, for sure. Summer's so challenging. We just got through the holidays, but the thing is like we always talk about there's no there's no great time there's no better time to start because we have we just went through the holidays the Christmas holidays before that was Thanksgiving so Thanksgiving Christmas now we have New Year's coming up so people are still waiting like oh I'll do it after I'll do it after Thanksgiving I'll do it after Christmas I'll do it after New Year's if you're always waiting for something to start whatever your goal or whatever you're aspiring to do or be it's not going to happen so it's so important to start now, like start today. It doesn't matter that New Year's is coming up or it doesn't matter that there's a birthday coming up. Just do something today to change your lifestyle and work towards whatever you want in your life.
1: And just, it doesn't have to be anything huge or anything big. You could just do one small thing today to start, just to start now don't have to go run a 5k (laughs) even if you you know if running goal is in your future for example i'm just using as an example but if that is in your future you don't have to be to start off with you know a a kilometer or two kilometers or whatever it may be just start with three five minutes just start with something right now right today
0: yeah something to get moving something to get motivated Mm -hmm. i think the groups really make a big difference like, that's why we started the mem- our membership group. But like you could have a fitness class. You could have another support group. You could have friends or family that you might talk to. The thing is, a lot of times we don't have that support group. Mm-hmm. We don't have people that are that encourage us. We have people that drag us down, and unfortunately, it's a fact. We we have mm-hmm. people that around surround us that don't want us to succeed. So they kind of you go and you say you want to do something, and they go, like, oh, "Don't be silly." Yeah. Or they kind of laugh it off, like, "Oh, that's crazy. What's the matter with you?" (laughs) And that's one of the reasons why we love the beat so much is because the environment is so different. Like, there's always someone. We can see someone riding a bike right now. I can see someone jogging down the road. And right now, that's all day. Literally, and it's there's always someone active. There's always someone doing something. And I feel like many times, if we do something like working out outside in Olds, for example, I feel like people are like, "What's wrong with those people?" And usually we're the only ones that we could see doing it. So anyways, the environment means so much And, and for us to be able to run or bike next to someone or I'll go surfing, I'm learning to surf. So there's 20 other surfers out there that you could learn from or be inspired by. So it's much different, your environment. So that's why we think we feel that that group makes such a big difference. We talked a lot about being active. I think we could, we, we did also mention that it doesn't have to be around health and wellness. It could be other things in your life. It could be business, for example. It could be relationships. It could be improving your family.
1: Financial goals, right?
0: Financial goals is a big one. Mm-hmm. I think finance, yeah, finance. I feel like finances and like your health finances, or how can you say? I'm not sure what I'm getting at. You're,
1: healthy
0: finances? No, like having healthy finances and having a healthy life or healthy body work. I feel like they go hand in hand. Yeah. Not sure why. But I feel like some like we always put off our finances. I'll save money later or I'll not spend money on those things at another time. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many things that we could do to save money, but we're so obsessed with having more. Like we need to have more. I don't know. We need to have more shoes or clothes. We need to have more electronics, whatever it is, but we're so obsessed with having more keeping up with other pe- people in our commun- communities or, or closed circles and more jewelry, whatever it is. But, electronics
1: is a big one, right? Yeah. Like a new phone, a new iPad, a new computer, a new gaming system. If I don't know how those work, but, <laughs> but I know they're popular, right?
0: Yeah. I think if we could push that to, to the side and realize what really makes us happy we understand that those the collecting things don't really make us that happy. Right. If they do, it's for a moment, it's for a short moment. And then that moves on in our life. And then we're like, what else? Or what What else can we get that's going to make us happy? And that, that goes back to like those financial goals of like having credit card debt, for example, like paying off your credit card debt will be the first thing. And then starting to save money, for example, but like for us, like we travel we travel quite a bit, but we're pretty, like Dorothy's really good at finding deals or we find other, like-
1: Couponer! <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's really good at finding deals, for example, or the things like the surfboard, like surfing over there. I got that for like 30 bucks. And it took me a couple weeks to find it because um, most of the boards, the used boards were like 120 bucks. And I was like, oh, I'm just learning. I don't need a hundred dollar board. But and it's just these little things. It's, you could call it cheap or you could call it, some people might call it thrifty or whatever you call it. Like if, But if you look around and you realize that you don't need the the best board out there, if you don't need a brand new, our phone is like five years old. <laughs> we don't need these. Those things don't make us happy. Like the experiences, the things that make it, being healthy, spending time together, those things are important, not the most expensive things you could find. And that really makes a difference. And, I think if we focused on the things that actually made us happy, then most of us wouldn't be in so much credit card debt, trying to, <laughs> trying to get up. Dog paddle over the water.
1: You know what's funny too is that there's so much stuff in our in our world, and you know what I mean. There's there's thrift stores like bursting at the seams with things to to basically give away, and and you know there's neighbors with things they don't use, and there's so much. Stuff that we don't have to buy brand new all the time, but it's ingrained in us somewhere. It comes from somewhere that we need to always buy new. But there's so many things that we can get at a thrift store, or that we can get from a friend, or like our recent extension cord. <laughs> when we needed an extension cord, by instead of running out to the store and buying one, we just ask some friends if they have extra one lying around, right? So if you just kind of think. Think differently and and know that we don't always have to have brand new. Then there's a lot of a lot of ways to trim up that way.
0: Yeah, it's something that um, that Dorothy and I enjoy doing. We enjoy going to the thrift store and finding like finding things. They like little hidden treasures, and that's fun for us. So I don't know, maybe that's not fun for everyone, but I guess just going back to finding brand new, like for us, we're environmentally friendly. We're conscious of how we treat the planet. And I think that sometimes we go to the thrift store and they can't take any more things. Hmm. They have a sign up that says... They have a says, sign that says... Like we can't accept any more items. So we it's not that we, we we need two things. We need people to stop buying brand new. And we need to people to um, start buying used, I suppose. Right?
1: Yeah, I guess that kind of goes hand in hand. Right?
0: Yeah, there's a different one I wanted to mention. <laughs> but I suppose... Oh... oh I think it just comes up over consumption. Like we always want more. We always need more. of this perfectly good things at the at things that are used that we could be using instead of filling our landfills and oceans up with trash and keep buying things and throwing them away. It's, it's a throwaway society. that's it's called. So I think that would make a difference in our lives. All right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are out of here. Catch
1: you later. Thanks for tuning in.
0: All right. That's going to wrap things up for this edition of exploring mind and body.